Of course, we all have our bad days, but on most every day, I really walk out the door feeling great, carrying myself in that way, and that is all about what style and power in the name means. It's about you feeling good in what you're wearing and how you look so that you can carry yourself in that certain way, and in turn, other people perceive you that way. So whether it is on a date and you want to look sexy on your date, or whether it's an interview and you want to have this air of confidence, whatever it is to you, your clothing can help you feel that way internally and then convey that out to the world. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living, and more. Hi there, and welcome to the Intuitive Women Podcast. I am so excited to have my guest on today, Diane Pollack. At the helm of Style Empower is Diane Pollack. Growing up, Diane was always using her innate creative talents to transform her clothing and design her own jewelry. Since she can remember, she has been the go-to person when others needed help shopping or putting together a great outfit. Diane is truly committed to guiding busy New York City women to achieve an organized and empowered wardrobe. And so she created Style Empower, the ultimate resource for women who need some help taking their wardrobe to the next level and feeling the confidence that comes with it. Backed by 25 years of fashion industry experience, Diane, a former clothing designer, has worked with all types of women. She understands her customers' needs, tastes, and budgets. Diane has been trained to extract the current trends and filter them into an understandable way that her clients can feel new and on trend without feeling out of their comfort zone. Finally, knowledge of body type, fabric, fit, and construction all aid in choosing the appropriate pieces. You can find Diane at styleandpower.com. Hey, Diane, how are you today? I am good. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm very good. I'm so excited to have you on the Intuitive Women podcast. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I am someone that definitely falls into that realm of opening up my closet and just kind of staring with blank walls. So I'm really excited to have this chat with you. Yes, I think a majority of women are in that. I call that closet overwhelm or looking into the abyss of your closet. So it's definitely a common problem, despite how much clothes are actually in there. Absolutely. I feel like they multiply when I fall asleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) Which can make it even more confusing and overwhelming. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'd love to take the listeners back a little bit of who you were growing up what you did, what your likes and dislikes, and what brought you to what you're doing today? Sure, sure. So we touched a little bit on it in my bio, but I'll bring you back a little bit more descriptively. So I found that I was extremely creative growing up. I was just always playing with my clothes, wearing things for different purposes. So I'd wear a poncho as a skirt and a belt as a necklace or vice versa, really playing with things. I also was always fixing my jewelry if it broke or creating new jewelry and always adding embellishments onto my clothing and cutting and dyeing and sewing. So that was just my natural creativity. And it was definitely all fashion related. 
So I always thought, oh, wouldn't it be fabulous to be a designer? But I was under the wrong understanding that many people are under and thinking that designers are these grand artists. And I was always creative, but not artistic. It turns out that really sketching is really only a small part of design. And so I was able to learn technical sketching and then all of the other aspects of design came in. So I became a designer working in the corporate world for many, many years. The industry, unfortunately, is extremely volatile. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. You know, what can I do with my skills, talents, interests? And then I realized, wow, I'm always in my friends and family's closets, helping them out, choosing items that I think would be good for them in the stores, all that type of thing. I understood their taste and their needs. And so I created Style Empower, and now I help women who are overwhelmed in their closets so that they can feel really great and confident and powerful in their clothing. I love that. I love how you took your years of experience and were able to take all your passions of creating. I mean, even as a little girl, as you're saying, you're embellishing with jewelry and different items and took that now to really, I also see that as not only a big need that a lot of women have, but it's also that empowerment that we've spoken about offline to help them really feel good, right? To feel good for that just day to day or tell us a little bit about that. I'm sure so many women don't feel good, right? There's so many of women that have this, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm not pretty enough or just feel lousy. So speak to that a little bit because I'm sure you get a lot of that. Yes. So I have a couple of different directions to go with this question, a couple of things to say about it. So first, I remember going back to my childhood, as we were referencing, when I was about 12 years old, designer jeans were really in fashion. And so I got my first pair. And what does that make this 12-year-old feel like? I felt like a model or a cool kid, that sort of thing. And I was at a sculpture garden with my parents and I was posing with my designer jeans, a la Brooks Shields, if anybody remembers that, and really just feeling really, really fabulous. And I remember saying to myself on that day, you know what? I love the way this outfit makes me feel. I want to really take a conscious effort to feel this way on a regular basis. And the truth is, I have really kept to my commitment on that. And I really take special care. And of course, it's my interest and my hobby. And I'm good at putting things together. And so on most every day, of course, we all have our bad days. But on most every days, I really walk out the door feeling great, carrying myself in that way. And that is all about what style and power in the name means. It's about you feeling good in what you're wearing and how you look so that you can carry yourself in that certain way. And in turn, other people perceive you that way. So whether it is on a date and you want to look sexy on your date, or whether it's an interview and you want to have this air of confidence, whatever it is to you, your clothing can help you feel that way internally and then convey that out to the world. And that is really how I created the name of my business. It really talked to me about what this is all about. Now, 
just thinking this through, do many women call for themselves or do other women call for their friends or do husbands or partners call for their other partners? Like, do you get people that are calling directly for themselves or are you getting like a third party saying, oh, my wife needs this or oh, my sister needs this? Right. Most people do it for themselves. I have had people say, oh, yeah, my mother needs this. But I work exclusively with women and I do a lot of networking and lectures and stuff. So I tend towards women's groups. And so women will come to me directly and say, oh, that's a great thing. I really need that. But of course, everybody also has a mother, sister, etc. that could use the service. I don't really talk as much to the men about it. I don't think that they connect in the same way often. I mean, okay. Occasionally they can. I'm not talking to as many men. And I think the conversation is really organic when you talk to women and they compliment you on something or I may compliment them on something. And then they talk about how the weather has changed and they have nothing to wear. So it's a much more organic conversation with women than with men. So most of them come to me on their own. So when the women either get in touch with you or find you at speaking engagements and so forth, the other thing that's kind of coming across my mind is right off the bat, I kind of think like, oh, no, I have to buy a whole new wardrobe, right? So, but speak to that because I love that you can really help them with what they already have. Yes. So I do speak to the potential client and have a consultation with them first. And for the most part, unless somebody says, okay, I need a dress for a special occasion, let's go shopping. I think it's a waste of time and money to just go shopping for them. So I really, for the most part, recommend that we do a closet rejuvenation. So I'm there in their closet And I do stop the overwhelm because I physically organize the closet and I get rid of the clutter of things that aren't working. And then we work with the pieces that you have. And maybe you can fall in love with these pieces even more than you used to because I create different outfit combinations. And when I say I take it from fine to fabulous because I show you how to accessorize it, wear the right jewelry, wear the right shoes to really make a fabulous outfit. So from there, we create a very targeted list of what to shop for, which some of the women like to shop for on their own and some like my assistants with. But it's really about working with what you have because you've already chosen and created this wardrobe and yet it needs some editing and fine tuning. And since fashion is always changing, it's constantly evolving. But really a lot of people waste money if they just have an untargeted shopping spree. So I I like to help them. It's not about buying new items and it's really not about spending a lot of money. Well, that's probably such a big eye-opener to so many listeners because I think a lot of times they think of organizers or stylists that they're going to have to go out and buy all these new things. And I love that you're saying, no, let me come in and get in your closet, see what you have, and let's work with what you have. Now, on that point, because I'm thinking of my closet, which is busting at the seams and pushing everything in, walk me through that process. So you go to someone, they show you their closet. Like right now, it's the fall. So would you say, okay, 
okay, let's see what we have for the fall, what fits, what doesn't fit. You organize so that when they go back in, they're going to be able to say, oh, here is where I have the skirt. And this is what goes with that. Like, can you speak a little bit to that, the more nitty gritty? Definitely, definitely. So actually, before I start from the beginning, I'm going to comment on the organizing component. And when you talk about what you learned from childhood, et cetera, I do actually help those clients that need to physically organize their closet. That's actually an added benefit and bonus to it. I mean, really, we're talking to the clothing, but if you can't see it in your closet and it's getting lost, then you're not utilizing it and knowing everything everything you have. And when we talk about my early childhood memories and what I am good at, I did not find out until I started this business that I was actually good at organizing. I thought everybody was as organized as I was. And until my husband moved into my apartment, until I was in other people's closets, I didn't realize that everybody wasn't as organized. So luckily, it's an added skill I have that actually helps me with my clients in this business. Well, that's a big deal, though, because so many people just get overwhelmed. And even if they had all the right outfits or even knew a little bit of how to put them together, if you can't see it, then you can't wear it. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So now let me backtrack to your original question. So what I do is some women need a little bit more decluttering, getting rid of things. Some women need a little bit more of outfit making. It really depends. And of course, there's the organizational. But let's just say for argument's sake that you need everything, which a lot of people do. So the very first thing is, and I don't believe, I know that there are books and experts that talk about throwing everything everything on your bed. But for the most part, I find that really overwhelming and people freak out a little bit. I think that we are able to work by category and section and really go through the items. Some people have changes in sizes and want to hold on to things, but we really have to get rid of things that are not working and also get rid of things that aren't working or are outdated. So that's the first thing. Then you can actually work with the pieces that you like. Also get rid of things that you don't like or you're not wearing. Now you have a closet full of clothes that you like. You want to physically organize them and you want to make them into outfits that you love. So that's the next thing we do. And we take pictures of these outfits so that when you wake up and you have an important meeting, a date, you're running late or just every day, you can look at that picture the night before or that morning and boom, you know, every accessory to wear with it. You don't have to try on six pairs of shoes and still walk out not feeling great. It's all there. So that's a sort of after effect between the organized closet where you can now find things and the pictures that you have to relate to. Those are things that will carry through after I'm physically in your closet. And also, as I mentioned too, with all of that going through your closet and creating the outfits, that's where you find the holes. What is missing because you have this great dress, but you have the totally wrong shoes or you have this blazer, but it's really worn or dated and you want to keep your eye out to replace that blazer or whatever the items are. So that is the general process of what I do. 
I love that idea of the picture. I am such a visual person. So as you're talking, I can see a person in their closet waking up in the morning and just going to their picture file. I love that. I love the idea of making things simple and easy and as a visual, see that picture and say, this is what I'm going to do. And now you've become very efficient because not only you're going to look good, you're going to have the pieces all together and it's quick and you're ready and you've like killed how what do they say? Kills so many birds with so many stones. What? Right. So actually, one of the things that I say about my business is it saves you time, right? Because you're looking at the pictures, stops the closet overwhelm because now you have items in your closet that you love and they're organized. And that does speak to you mentioned about the seasonal. I do like to keep things seasonal. I know that we sort of have a fluctuation in between seasons, which makes it very difficult. But when it really will become very cold out, you don't want to see that little light white summer spaghetti strap dress in your closet or vice versa when it's super hot out. You don't want to look at a piece of woolly clothing. So those are things that are cluttering up your closet at that time period. So we work with seasons and really try to put what your day-to-day wear is front and center. So that also means if you have special occasion dresses, you don't want them mixed and intermingled because you're only going to go to those on special occasions. So that's also part of the organizational process. So you want to open your closet and look at things that you only want to wear on a regular basis to your day-to-day job or whatever you do. Now, as I'm thinking this and you're doing this and helping women and empowering women, obviously, I can imagine that getting into people's homes and getting into people's closets that you become a little bit of, let's say, a therapist. I mean, what are some of the emotional benefits that women are receiving from you working with them? Yes. There's definitely that, depending on the person. And I think one thing is also uh, sometimes people know they have to get rid of things, but until they invest in paying for an expert to actually get there, they're just never going to do it. I mean, I have things on my to-do list that are pending and I'd like to get done, but it's not something that I want to do. So I think paying for an expert certainly helps people say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get rid of these things. I'm going to listen to her advice. There are also So the women who are aspiring to fit into, quote unquote, your skinny jeans. So there are many women who have a wardrobe of different sizes of items that they're hoping to get into. And of course, I can't help them lose the weight and I'm not responsible for them being on track for that. But for those women, basically, I tell them, you don't want to keep everything, but you can keep a couple of aspirational things. And maybe when you get to that desired weight, maybe you're going to want some new things. Maybe trends will have changed. Not that you have to be, not everybody has to be super on trend. I don't mean that. So for those women, it's not an all or nothing. You don't have to get rid of all of those things, but right now they're cluttering up your closet. So unless you are on a super strict program and really are going to achieve this goal, we need to get rid of some of them. And then, of course, there are the sentimental ladies, and that's a little bit more difficult. And again, I think that there are certain items. Of course, if you have a dress from the date with your first husband and it's like one dress or whatever, that's fine. Keep it. But when you have an entire wardrobe that you're sentimentally attached to, that's a problem. Also, when people are keeping these type of things, I say maybe if they're not wearing them, but they want to keep it, maybe 
they put it in a different area. Maybe it's in a drawer, in a box, in a picture frame, on a mannequin, anything else. But again, cluttering up what your day-to-day wear would be. So there's those women. And then, of course, there's the women who spend so much money on it, they don't want to get rid of it and all the different things. And we talk about consignment shops and different ways that they can feel better uh, donating to charities that somebody who really needs it. They have all these suits in their closet and they're not wearing them because you switch careers and it's now not so corporate. Well, wouldn't it be nice to give it to someone who needs it? So there's all different types of women that I work with that you have to sort of talk them through the different benefits and aspects of parting with their I can imagine there's so many different people with the way they are with their clothes and the way they are in their life. Like you said, the many different sizes, the people that hoard things, the people that throw things that have expensive things, you know, all of that. So you're doing so many things already. So how do most of the women find you? Is it through social media? Is it through talking engagements? Is it through like your Pinterest? Where are people finding you Sure. So it is definitely more an in-person thing than an online thing. I have an online presence, but to me, it's not about getting all these different... I mean, it's nice to have followers, but I really feel that people like to meet me in person and feel comfortable with me if I'm showing up in their closet, you know, not feel intimidated and that sort of thing. So I think that the networking and the speaking lectures where they can hear bits and pieces of my information and knowledge imparted to them, then it becomes that trust factor. And of course, referrals would talk to that too. So of course, in this day and age, you need to have a social media presence, and I do, but I don't use it really as a tool. I have gotten one or two clients from that, but it's not really where I focus my energies. Well, and I can understand that. People want to meet you, see you, like you, that love, like, trust. And also you're going to their homes, you're coming into their home and you're coming into their closet. Now to speak about that, you do most of your work in New York City? I do. I have traveled to some of the suburbs and I also do have virtual programs. So it is possible to work with me online. I've done some virtual closets and also sending of links for shopping to fill in. I have programs. I mean, if people do know what they want, I can certainly send them links to items and that sort of thing. So that can be worked out. But I do enjoy working in person and can travel accordingly, but everything can be worked out. And I'm kind of figuring that unless they're in a very large home or apartment that you're also dealing with size, right? So the size of closet, you also have to be pretty particular on what's in there and to make it as effective as possible. Yes. So I actually make a claim that I can help fit everything worth keeping into your closet, apartment, etc. Somehow I have found a way to do it in my one bedroom apartment where I have moved my husband in, my stepson comes on the weekends and I literally have given up a half of a coat closet. I have found little nooks and crannies. They may be in your closet and the way they're organized, they may be out in your bedroom and they may be in another area of your apartment. I'm very good at finding places and storage solutions. So, so far I've come true on my promise to find a place for everything worth keeping. 
Oh, I love that. That's a really, I mean, that's a skill because some people don't have that spatial thing. Like that's me. I have, where does this go and how do I fix it? I feel like I'm an organized person in other ways, but not necessarily organized the way that you are. So you're so helpful in helping small spaces and limited spaces. So I love that so much. Yeah. I'll actually just throw out like three different tips right now to that point. I know that, you know, everybody's got a different setup in their space, particularly in New York City apartments. Generally in the closet above the bar is a shelf and people often will use just a little bit of that shelf, but then they don't stack up and there's really a lot more height to the ceiling. So I recommend getting anything that's stackable boxes or shelves and really utilizing that space for out-of-season items. And that is just great unutilized space a lot of the time. So that's one thing. Other things can be if you have space under your bed, you can get the storage containers and use that. And another thing you can utilize if you have suitcases stored, you can actually also store out-of-season or things that you don't use that often in the suitcases. So those are just some kinds of tips depending on what you have. (laughs) Oh, very clever. I didn't even think about the suitcases. That is extremely clever. I love that. I love that idea. So Diane, where can the listeners find you? Share any information you'd like with them so they can connect with you. Yes. So thank you for offering that. My website is styleempower.com. And a lot of people mishear that. It is the word style and the word empower. And they are merged together with one E. So it's S-T-Y-L-E-M-P-O-W-E-R, styleandpower.com. And I'd like to make an offer to the listeners today. Actually, two offers. I have two gifts. If you're interested in getting my ebook, which has many tips and information, such as the ones I just mentioned to you, my book is How to Stop Closet Overwhelm and Actually Have Something to Wear. You can get that at styleempower.com backslash ebook, and you can download a free copy there. So I'd like to offer that to all your listeners. And even if there are men, there might be some helpful tips in there too. And also, I'd like to offer if anybody wants to have that complimentary phone consultation, sometime I can really offer suggestions, not just organizational, but wardrobe suggestions to people, but just having a phone conversation. Of course, they're very general. And then if they're interested, I can get into their closets and really go full on. So I'd like to offer that consultation to anybody that is interested. And there you can email me or email me with any questions. And it's Diane with one N, D-I-A-N-E at styleempower.com. Well, thank you so much. That's so generous. And I'm going to put all the information in the show notes. So if you are listening on your podcast app, just know that it is clickable and you can go to that ebook as well as that link and contact Diane. Well, Diane, this has been really amazing for me. This has opened up so much for me to understand. And I really appreciate as well as the listeners, empowering women, helping them to feel wonderful and good in the things in the clothing they already have. And what a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a lot of fun. 